Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I am Lauren. I'm Jai. Hey, this is Forward Flash number eight. This is the eighth one. Uh, So we're doing films after 2000. And today we're talking Mysterious Skin by, uh, well, directed by Gregor Rocky from 2004. So I'm, I'm really, I mean, I, I don't want to say excited. There are a bunch of words that I want to describe that I guess I'm going to use in a different context in this episode, like favorite, um, liked, not that I like anything with the subject matter is very fucking depressing and dark and sketchy. It's not that I like it. I love this movie in general, but not because of its subject matter. So this is kind of, I guess we've never had like a, like a trigger warning, but if you've ever seen this film, then it deals with child molestation and abuse. So if you are not into those kind of films, which you would probably have seen this movie already if you're listening to us, because why would you listen to this? Yeah. But um, yeah, but it's pretty fucking upsetting, but uh, it is a, I don't know. It's a film that is definitely hard to watch as I'm excited to hear from Jai's first time viewer perspective, because I know the director really well, as you've probably heard on other episodes. So I've seen this film a lot. Not that it doesn't have the same impact, but it's been a long time since I've seen it for the first time. So I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on this, but uh, I totally forget every episode that I need to do housekeeping. Like, Uh, Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I feel like I do it at the end because I just, I don't know, I'm kind of wrapping up and that's it. But uh, yeah, we're having so much fun doing it. We've launched a Patreon, which I guess I should be talking about like every week. So check out the notes. It's patreon.com slash fashion grunge. We're doing Freaks and Geeks right now every week. Uh, We're about, what, like episode 12 now? So we're like almost at the end. Almost, yeah. I know. And then we're doing some, every month we're doing bonus. We did the real world. We did a documentary about teen films. We might do one on the show Popular from the 90s. Who knows? So yeah, we're doing lots of fun stuff. $5 a month. It's super cheap. It's cheaper than fucking Starbucks. It is. My, so, co- my cup of coffee is $6.50. So. Yeah, right? Like, come on. So yeah, sign up for it. Yeah, it's super fun. And we also have one Instagram, Fashion Grunge Pod. So yeah, follow us and do all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be really fun. So I and not to like this is a dark film, so I guess that was kind of weird that I started that way. But uh what are your first thoughts, Jai? What are your like, you know, well, I honestly don't think I ever even heard of it. Maybe I did, but... Oh, I was going to say, you haven't. Well, I think I saw... Um, I definitely saw the poster. Yeah, that's right. Because um, because Joseph Gordon is in it. Yes. And I, I... It's re- actually really weird because, like, a, a, maybe a year ago, I, I thought to myself, oh, like, I love him. And, like, I haven't seen this film. I, I, I Like, I should watch it. But then you forget. You know, when you just come across all this, like movies and then if you don't write it down you forget about them mm-hmm. i have a list yeah i'm um, but i mean i was quite intrigued just by the poster and because he's he's in it and i love him as well but um it is hard really hard to watch like harder than that movie with brad pitt sleepers you know oh yeah that one was oh yeah that's still one that we have to do but that one was good but i feel like yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a different it's same a diff- subject different, matter, but yeah, yeah different, yeah, different. Ways. I think this one is a bit more graphic in the sense that mm-hmm. not 
not really graphic because you don't really see any explicit scenes, but you graphic in the sense that the idea of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, and what it's you a bit think, more yeah. raw. Um, but first impressions, I think this is definitely one of um, Greg Araki's best films. Yeah, I agree. It's it feels you can see the progression, I suppose, mm-hmm. and it it is a bit more polished. It's more. It feels like it was very carefully edited as well. Which he edits most of his own work, if not yeah. all. Yeah. And. But it's different the way he did it. I mean, I guess because it is based on uh, on a novel, maybe. But it is very cohesive, and the editing is just—it feels very different to his all his previous films. Yes, definitely. Um, this one, I I think, is a little different too because I feel like this one he has way more of a uh, direction and hold on on these main characters. Basically. Like we have such a small group of main characters. Yeah. That, um, I love his ensemble films. Like I love Nowhere that has like literally 40 people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just everywhere coming in and out. And, but it just feels way more chaotic. Like most of his films just film really, really chaotic, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. But they're either like we did totally fucked up where um, that one is just like a lot of vignettes. Was it like 16, like two minute vignettes? It's all very DIY and kind of stuff like that. But yeah, this one, I, I like that there's a, we kind of are with the same character throughout. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, This is why cool. it feels, uh, it feels more like a story. Yeah, it feels like a dream. Yeah. It feels like it's like half dream, half like repressed memories, which essentially it is. But um, yeah, it does feel like you're kind of floating through this world and you're kind of, I just love this film so much. I love the end, the when you get I like the love, bird eye view. I feel I like that's the, the way end. we've been kind yeah. of looking at the story. We've mm-hmm. been like seeing all these things happen to these people and then we're put into their perspective sometimes and then sometimes we're not. Like I love all the different plays on the POVs, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and it also made me think of... Um, I wasn't really quite sure like at the beginning because obviously I haven't read the book and so I wasn't really sure about what was going on with um oh my god the the other character no Neil no, or Brian yeah mm, the blonde one oh Brian with Brian like I thought it made me like I, I like movies that make me feel that way that you don't really exactly know like it's not predictable mm-hmm. like I wasn't sure if he was his dad. Who was yeah, abusing I think I him? Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah. if the whole um, UFO was kind of like a metaphor for, like, you know, the fact that he was abused, mm-hmm. and so it was some kind of repressed memory, and he just felt that he had been abducted by aliens or something. But mm-hmm. it, I wasn't sure what was going on with that. But I genuinely thought that he thought that he was or had been adopted by an alien when it actually was just like the abuse that he went through and it kind of like it was blocked and like yeah, manifested totally. as that because he just felt like mm, he felt he like just, I think he couldn't handle it he couldn't handle it and he couldn't relate to anyone else he felt like his experience was so unique and like mm-hmm. I, I suppose that's kind of like a metaphor to like being adopted by an alien and you're not really like you know you're different yeah and there's no one you, you feel can really different. tell yeah yeah so I, I think it's really interesting and um Obviously, the music. I knew. I thought I was like, this is going to be a giant music film because his 
his oh, yeah scores, his scores and so i have interesting good. tidbits on that but his score is uh, all of his film selection film yeah. supervising everything if you like this film which i think judging from the the response on instagram that a lot of people really liked the picture when i said that this was going to be the film we're doing i think if you know a rocky then you know his you know his music choices and they're just so great I mean, I think of all the directors I love, it's just a, it's a, I think a Rocky would be, I don't want to say number one, but like, I do, I do love Larry Clark, but yeah, uh, I mean, they're, they're up there. Like, I just, I think it's probably because I saw their films so young and I remember growing up and being like, oh, another Rocky movie or, oh, another Larry Clark movie or Sofia Coppola, like all these films, directors that I would watch, like when I knew they had a film just because it was the director or like. You know, not really Baz Luhrmann, but it was almost like actors. Like they were kind of like actors. Like I watched it because of the director, you know, not just because of the actor. Yeah, exactly. Too, I feel like cool. it was quite a nice surprise. That um, I wasn't really surprised by Slow Dive because he's used um, he's featured that band in other uh-huh. films, but the the song by Cigarettes. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh wow! When this song came out in, in one of the scenes, I was like. Oh wow, it's amazing! What a brilliant like choice, you know. Yeah, it's and and also the score, uh, done by Guthrie and Bud, like it, just so cool to get like part of the Cocteau Twins in there, which he's also yeah, yeah. had. I think in Doom Generation, I think there was a Cocteau Twins song think, in there. I think it was yeah. Generation, yeah. Yeah, one of those. But I was like, God, his soundtracks are so cool. Or they're like metal, industrial, and then shoegaze. Um, it also reminds me of the Crow soundtrack. Yeah. Like not as dark, not as dark as the Crow soundtrack, but you know how the Crow soundtrack has like those like kind of uh shoegazy type weird songs, then also has like metal, like industrial, like nine inch nails, and yes, then it has yeah. the cure and like you know, it's like it's one of those Yeah, that soundtrack was amazing. Oh, the, the the Crow? Yeah. Fuck, I know we need to do I think we should do an episode on our favorite soundtrack. Will we say that? For sure, yeah. Well we actually should. I, I don't really want to do it for Patreons. I feel like everyone will probably be into it. Yeah. Um yeah, so uh, I guess yeah, it's, yeah. Is that is that your that's the end of yours? Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm done. <laughs> uh, well, mine. I just wrote like, yeah, this film was very tough to watch, but it's so great. Um, I feel like it's like you were saying. We were saying that it's definitely one of his best works. I rented this as soon as it was out. I didn't see it in the theater, which I kind of wish that I did, um, just because I feel like on a big screen it, it might feel different especially with the soundtrack and everything too but yeah i bought this the score on cd i have the cd and the score like they're two separate albums i believe because they have two different covers and i have those on cd so i was like really super into it um i'm a massive joseph gordon levitt fan so i think when i heard that he was doing a film with gregor rocky i was like what gregor rocky and i knew him from like you know nowhere and i was like Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, <laughs> like, what, like Thanks what for listening mean? to the Fashion Grunge Podcast. To hear the rest of this episode, go check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash fashiongrunge. And we have 90 episodes up there, including complete series recaps of Freaks and Geeks, My So-Called Life, tons of movies, and just a ton more content. So go check it out. As always, rate, like, subscribe. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And thanks. Bye.